Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, the 22nd of December, and a big happy birthday to Noel Edmonds, Vanessa Paradis, Ray Fiennes, and Da Baby. With only three days to go until Christmas, there really wasn't any good news for the UK yesterday. There were a further 33,364 new cases of coronavirus and 250 new deaths. And the picture looks pretty bleak as Keir Starmer laid out yesterday morning. The virus is now out of control. International flights have been banned. International borders have been shut. And there's now severe disruption at British ports. Make no mistake... This is now a real emergency. Boris held a press conference at 5pm in Downing Street, but he really didn't offer much in the way of good news either. He was put under some real pressure by Pippa Carrera of the Sunday Mirror on why he continually over-promises and under-delivers. I think you have to imagine a kind of actual world in which we'd uh, uh, kept kids out of school for uh, the best part of a year, and I think that would have been uh, really disastrous. And now that we've got the... Uh, the vaccine coming, I think that uh, we can certainly look forward to a very, very different world uh, for this country uh, from Easter onwards. Okay, so Easter's the new Christmas, that's good news. Meanwhile, the scientists are calling for a national lockdown in the new year. The discovery of the Kent strain of the virus and its 70% more infectious nature has caused reaction all across the world, with countries banning travel to and from the UK, and with serious implications for supply chains from France as the Dover-Calais route has been closed. Grant Shapps is confident that the freight ban won't last, though, as negotiations continue. Uh, the difference is that the French have gone slightly further uh, and said that hauliers shouldn't cross either, whereas all the other countries uh, have allowed hauliers. Now, I'm in touch with my opposite number uh, in France, and we'll make sure uh, we're doing everything we can to get that restarted. And in, in fact, they said to us they want to restart the hauliers as quickly as possible. While all this is going on, we're still headed towards a no-deal Brexit as the latest deadline passed. And while Boris spoke to Emmanuel Macron, he didn't mention the whole, you know, Brexit thing. I had a great conversation, by the way, with uh, with, with Emmanuel. As I've said, it's his birthday, by the way. Uh, but we, we vowed uh, to, to stick off Brexit. And... Uh, the position is is unchanged. Bon anniversaire, monsieur. And uh, fingers crossed Brexit sorts itself out then. Cheers. Bye. Joe Biden got his first shot of the Pfizer vaccine live on TV last night. I'm doing this to demonstrate that people should be prepared when it's available to take the vaccine. After months of delay, the U.S. Senate finally approved a stimulus bill, including checks for suffering Americans. Mitch McConnell made the announcement. We're going to pass another historic rescue package to help American families through this pandemic. We're going to pass a full year government funding so the armed forces and all federal departments have the resources and the certainty they need. Meanwhile, Attorney General Bill Barr, who's stepping down to spend more time with his family, held a press conference where he shot down quite a few of Donald's favourite ideas. Appointing a special counsel to investigate Joe Biden's son, Hunter. If I thought a special counsel at this stage was the right tool uh, and was appropriate, I, <clears throat> I would do. I would name one, but I haven't, and I'm not going to. Hey, what about seizing the voting machines that are owned by the swing states so that Donald can have his election victory, or maybe just let him pardon himself? I see no basis now for seizing machines by the federal government. You know, a wholesale seizure of mach- machines by the federal government, 
And I, you know, off the top of my head, I'm not going to opine on a constitutional issue as far as the pardon power goes. Marcus Rashford has been a bright spot in a dark year, campaigning relentlessly to secure food and support for suffering families. And last night saw the BBC air a new documentary called Marcus Rashford Feeding Britain's Children. Marcus says all the credit needs to go to his mum. Oh. I think now that the documentary is complete, um, you know, my mum's buzzing about it, so she's going to be happy when it airs tonight. Everything that, that I, I uh, receive from doing what we've done, it would most definitely go back to, back to her. Um, it's going to be kept in her house and it's something for her to, to look at every day. Still to come on The Smart 7, Peter Jackson reveals an epic Beatles film. There were two games in the Premier League last night with Chelsea taking on West Ham and Wolves facing Burnley. Wolves lost 2-1 and manager Nuno Espirito Santos did not take it well. In fact, he ranted about the referee, which is almost certain to get him banned from the touchline for quite some time. The referee is not good enough to, to, to whistle. The Messi is not good enough, it's just that point. It's just not good enough. Anything in particular about his performance no, tonight? The way he handles the game, he handles the game. It's not about the, the major decisions or the, the crucial decisions of the game. It's the way he handles himself with the players. Both teams, the players lose, lose their focus because they're always arguing with the decision. For the rest of the reaction and more on Chelsea's win and COVID chaos, check out our sports news podcast, The Sports 7. SMTV Live was the Saturday morning kids show that really launched the TV careers of not just Anton Deck, but also Kat Dealey. And she's been reminiscing about how truly terrible they thought the show was at first. It was awful. We were so bad. And, and I have to be honest, we'd been for a pint and then we'd get and we'd come back to each other's houses or order a takeaway or whatever. And never once have we ever put the first show on, even just for a laugh. It was so hideously embarrassing. Yeah, I think it turned out all right for them in the end. It seems Beatles documentaries are like buses these days. You wait 40-ish years for one and then suddenly two come along at once. Last week we saw Paul McCartney tease a six-part documentary with Rick Rubin and now it turns out Lord of the Rings director Peter Jackson is holed up in an editing room with... 56 hours of Beatles footage. Hi, everybody, especially any Beatles fans who are watching this. Uh, this is Peter Jackson, and welcome to our cutting room where we're working on our new movie, The Beatles Get Back. Now, this film was due to be finished around about now, but like the rest of the world, it's been affected by the COVID pandemic. So here we are. We've got 56 hours of never-before-seen Beatles footage. This has been The Smart Seven. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow at 7. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on Alexa. 